Shalom Rach, welcome everyone. Bez Hashem, continue in Mishra Simen Yud Aleph, Simen Yud Aleph, Sif Vav. We're up to Sif Kodnachov Tess. Today is Dal Nisan Toshin Pei Beis. We're going to first begin from the beginning of Sif Vav and then continue what we left off with in the Mishnah Rura. Mechaber tells us, Im Osom Mitzemer Gozel is Pasul, is Psulim. If a person made tzitzis from wool, which was stolen, it's possible. Just like you have a sugya, the third parak in Mesech HaSukh is Lulav HaGazel, a stolen Lulav is, is possible. So too, a person steals Tzemer, steals wool, it's Psulim. Dechsev v'osu lahem, misha lahem. The Pesach says v'osu lahem, and it has to be yours. You can't steal the wool. It's only if you stole a chutim. That's when it's possible. In other words, the Ramah is disagreeing with the Mechaber over here. The Mechaber says, if you steal wool and make the wool into tzitzis, the Mechaber says it's possible. The Ramah says, one second. That's not the way I learned the sugyas of Elam Because if you take wool... This is the background, by the way, of the thought process of the Ramah, which we'll see some of this in Mishnah Rura. If you take wool, and then you process it, and turn it into strings, so now, it's not wool anymore. Like I mentioned yesterday, I have, I have a bag of wool on my desk in my study. And people come in, they say, well, what, what is that? Is that, what, is that wool? Like, who sees wool around this? You take that, you spin it into strings. The reason I actually I have that wool is because when I was teaching Elam so the Mishnah talks about over there, Tzemer, wool. So now you show, you show children, you show adults, anybody, this is wool. Who sees wool today? Right? People think, you know, who knows what they think, right? We don't live in that type of agricultural world anymore. So the Ramadan says, Adafka Shagazachutim, but if you steal strings, and you make the strings into your tzitzis, so then you're stealing an item using that stolen item for the mitzvah. That's a mitzvah haba ba'veira. You can't do a mitzvah by doing aveira. That's why a lulav hagazel is possible. You're picking up the lulav to do a mitzvah, and at the same time, you're stealing it. That's possible. Avalim gazel tzemer v'asan chutin. But if you steal wool, and you made it into chutin, into strings, k'sherim, you could use it for your tzitzis. However, you don't go ahead and steal wool and turn it into tzitzis. In regards to the bracha, take a look later on in regards to the halachas of dalar minim. Now, I'm just going to reiterate something which should... should be stated very, very succinctly and quickly in short form, and we go further and not focus on that point. We are not discussing a person is a tzaddik by doing a mitzvah of stealing the wool and making it tzitzis and strings, because this person knows the sugya that if you take an item and you change it into something else, it's not that original item anymore. And therefore, you don't come and say, oh, look at the nice wool I'm wearing. When you're referring to your tzitzis. No, you're wearing strings. It happens to be made out of wool. And you know what? Most people, I don't know, many people don't even know what the strings of the tzitzis are made from. 
They don't necessarily know. But Maisa, this is wool. So this person who stole the wool and turned it into strings, he's doing the wrong thing, as the Ramah tells us clearly. Halachically, as we had mentioned yesterday, there is a big picture. There are Dal Chaki and just like in Choshe Mishpat, when you steal someone's item, if someone would steal someone's item, and he would change that item, that wood that he stole, into a chair. So now it's a Shina Maisa. It's a Shina Shame. It's a different name. Let's say this Yush. So he could use that chair now. He could keep it. Is he a Tzaddik? You give him Shlishi? You give him Shishi? No. <laughs> that's, that's a different issue. We want to know, can you be yitz with a mitz with it? So, we have over here Sivkon Chavtes. She goes on Chut. I do Magin of Ram. Take a look at the Magin of Ram. And Sivkotin Yud. Uledvarv Agazu Chaylak Al Mechaber. According to the way the Magin of Ram is learning the Sugya, the Ramah is arguing his Chaylak on the Mechaber. Because the Ramah holds the Kromiate if you made the strings from the wool that was stolen. In other words, the Mechaber, the Mechaber would say that in the case of the Ramah, where a person stole the strings. In both cases, the Mechaber says it's possible. And the, and the Ramah would say, no, if you stole wool and turned to strings, it's motor. It's only the strings itself that would be the problem. Now, in Siv Kotun Lamed, we get a lot of clarification what's going on here in this discussion. So if you took wool without permission, which means you stole it, and you made that wool into strings, the Ramah says, Ksherim, it's kosher. Explains the Mishnah Rur. Hataz Mivar, the Ayri Ramah, the Taz says, we're discussing here in the Ramah, Hechi they have Yush Gamkein. There was also a scenario of Yush. What does Yush mean? Yush means the owner gave up hope. The owner gave up hope of ever getting it back. Let's give an example of giving up hope of getting something back. You're walking down in a busy Manhattan street and it took off your watch and you put it in your pocket. And you're walking down a few blocks and your phone rings. And you pull out your phone and you answer the call and you're on the call and you go down two more blocks. You put your phone back in your pocket and you get to your destination, you can't find your watch. And then you realize you remembered you put your watch in your pocket. You're miyayish. You're gonna go back those five blocks where you came from you thinking to find your watch? You know, like people walked by and stepped on it and maybe someone picked it up and kept it for himself? You're meyayish. Doesn't mean you can't go look for it, but after even though you go look for it and you see it's not there, you're meyayish. You give up hope. You're not going to get it back. So that's the same over here. The Taz explains the Ramah. We're talking about a case there was also Yish. The Kanye be Yish. And then you acquired it. The thief acquired it because the original owner gave up hope, vishinui Hashem, as well as shinui Hashem, like we said earlier. When someone says to you, what are you wearing on your 
What are those strings coming out? It doesn't say, what are those wool coming out from your pants? It says, what are your strings? What are those strings for? It's a shini hashem. You take wool, you change the, the process, you turn it into something else called strings. We call them tzitzis. First it was wool, now it's strings. That's the way the Taz learns. The Magin Avram, he says as follows. The Ramah is talking about a case like this. The Magen Avram is more lenient. The Magen Avram says, even if the original owner did not give up hope from getting back his wool, the reason why a person who steals that wool can fulfill the mitzvah of those tzitzis because it's a shina ma'isa. He changed. It's not just a shina hashem. Shina hashem means shina means to change. Shame is the name. It was wool, now it's called tzitzis. Shina ma'isa means you change the item. You do something to the item itself. This is, this is pshat. And the reason is because of shina ma'isa. So the gra agrees with the Magin of Ram. The reason why you can fulfill, not you, but a person can fulfill the mitzvah of the tzitzis with that stolen wool is because he changes it over into, he does a maisa, he changes it into something else. Now, what happens to a person that steals the actual strings? He's a, he's a ganif, he steals the strings themselves. So Reuben goes ahead, he steals the strings, he steals the tzitzis, and he sells them to Shimon. Ruin steals the Shimon. The second person, Shimon, who acquired it from Ruvain, Shimon is not going to fulfill his obligation as mitzvah. Why not? Because there's no Yish. The original owner didn't give up his hope of getting it back. The Shina Rishus below Yish, changing locations. Shina Rishus. With that Yish, Without the original person giving up hope, loikana. So then Shimon, in this case, did not acquire it. The new owner did not acquire it. And we do not call it which means you have to own it. You have to own your tzitzis. And if you do not own your tzitzis, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah. That's what we learned yesterday. Now, after, let's say in the case where after it came to the hands of the second person, after the second person acquired it, that's when the original owners gave up hope. So he says in that case, there's a difference of opinions as to whether or not it's considered to be yours. And once again, in the case where you acquired it, Shimon acquired it from Ruben. And then after Shimon acquired it, that's when the original owners gave up hope. Okay, so in that case, there's the Machleik, is take a look at Chayesh Mishpat, says the Mishnah Brura, as to whether or not they're considered to be yours, and if they're considered to be yours, then you can fulfill the mitzvah. If they're not considered to be yours, then you cannot fulfill the mitzvah. Another scenario, the original owner is Meyayish, gives up hope. And then he sells it. 
Kona hasheni as a tzitzis. The second person acquires a tzitzis. Kona hasheni as a tzitzis. The second person does acquire it. Now, in that case, what's the first step? Yish. Yish is the first step. He gave up hope. So then when he, when Reuven sells it to Shimon afterwards, now Shimon acquires it, there was already Yish and Shin Rishus. Even regards to the Bracha, so Mashiach of the Magin of Ram in Simon Tafresh Memtes, the Allah of Dalad Minim, the Yuchul of Arach you can even make a Bracha. It's not considered to be called a mitzvah habababavera, mitzvah comes by doing an avera. Because he didn't steal it. Because there was first Yush and then Shinurishus. The Agra was also Mahmir with this, that therefore there are those reasons, those places say not to. Uh, it's not considered to be yours, and therefore you should not make a bracha. You should not make a bracha. If you're going to ask me a question, well, how do you know if the person gave up hope? Well, so what's the answer to that question? That's the whole sugi of Yishlam Midas. Bayer Amar, right? Yishlam Rav Amar, right? Lav Yish. That's Eilam Etzius, one-on-one. Okay. Sif Kodlam and Alam. Now, even though... Says the Ramah, if a person stole wool and made into tzitzis so you can fulfill the mitzvah, of course we don't do that. Because of mitzvah ba'avera. So there's a question over here. If you go to the sugya in sukkah, in the third parak of Masecha sukkah, Taisus explains, the Rishonim explain, when we say mitzvah ha-baba vera, what, is that, what does that mean? That means that a, you, you're doing a mitzvah, a person's doing a mitzvah, that comes, a, comes about through doing a vera. Uh, it's, it's in my head, so I just want to say it and get it out of my head, but imagine a person, imagine a person wants to go kiss a Savior Torah. What happens to be that in front of him and the Savior Torah, there's another person. So he puts on his shoulder pads and he knocks him down. He's kissing the Savior Torah. Oh, you haven't admitted while you were in my way. I, I can't. Do, you're holding me back from doing my mitzvah. Right? That's absurd, of course. So I don't know. If you want to call it mitzvah bavera, maybe something worse. You don't plow someone down so you could kiss the Savior Torah. The Rishonim explain when there's an iser mitzvah bavera. What is that? That's beidna the osik. But at the same time. That you're doing the mitzvah, that's when you're doing Avera. So, for example, they explain for Ruvain to steal Shimon's lulav before Sukkis, there's no specific mitzvah before Sukkis to do the to take, take the lulav. There's no mitzvah. So many learn, many Mishanim learn that we're talking about a case when you pick up the mitzvah, the lulav on Sukkis itself, on the first day of Sukkis, for example. You take someone else because when you pick it up at that point in time, you can be doing the mitzvah. So you take, someone comes to Shul, puts down his lulav, you take his lulav at the time you go to do the mitzvah. The question is over here, the Mishmur says, it's, you shouldn't do this because of mitzvah babavera, because if you're doing a mitzvah, that comes to doing a vera. Now, when is the mitzvah of tzitzis? 
The mitzvah tzitzis is to wear the tzitzis, not to put the tzitzis on the four corner garment. That's what we'll call it. A, we'll call it maybe a hechshe mitzvah. A hechshe mitzvah to to get. You can't wear. You can't do the mitzvah of wearing it unless you make it. But if you can make all the tzitzis in the world and you never wear a four corner garment, you're, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah of wearing tzitzis. So how do you have a how do you have a situation of mitzvah babavir? So it's interesting. If you take a look at the Be'er Lacha, it's to the left side of the page, where we're reading from, over here. And the Be'er Lacha says, I'm because what's the problem if you take those strings, and even though it was wool, and you turn to strings, you still shouldn't do it, says the Ramah. So it explains the Mishnah because of a Mishnah mitzvah ba'avir. So he's, he's addressing our issue. He says, even though you acquired it through Yush, the original owner gave up hope. Vishinui and changed it into strings from wool. And Aver is not coming from the actual mitzvah itself. But since Kevin the Khan in this situation, he's spinning it. He's spinning the wool into string. And the Tviya is a chalik of the mitzvah. The Tviya, the spinning it, is part of the mitzvah of the tzitzis. How do we know the Tviya is part of the mitzvah of the tzitzis? You know how we know that? Because you have an obligation with the Raisa. To make, to spin it l'shma. To spin the tzitzis l'shma. Says the Mishnah, that's the case. If the case of the spinning it is a chalik of the mitzvah, then, he says here, the hal be'inan t'vi l'shma me'mela bo'akinin al'idei mitzvah. Therefore, the acquisition of the tzitzis came through that mitzvah. That's the mitzvah haba The spinning it is the avera. Why is the spinning the avera? I, I asked you that I'm not wearing it right now. And the answer is, why not? Because I'm doing a chilek of the mitzvah of the tzitzit. I'm spinning it. So that is the exactly like we said from the Rishonim in Sukkah, that just like when you pick up the lulav on the day of Sukkot. And I take, and Reuben takes Shimon's lulav, He's stealing it at that time when he's doing the mitzvah. He's stealing it. He's picking it up and he's stealing it at the same time when he's doing the mitzvah. So too, the spinning of the tzitzis is the is a chalik of the mitzvah of the tzitzis. And that's when he's turning his chenyin from the wool to the... taking from the wool to the strings. And that's the mitzvah of Baba Aver. The Gros says, you can't make a brach on such tzitzis like this, even though he doesn't necessarily learn that it's mitzvah. Baba Vera could be, he doesn't necessarily learn like this. Um, I just want to go back, before we go further, I want to go back, before you see Sifkan Lamed Aleph, or rather Lamed Beis, to the Lashon of the Ramah. The Ramah says, Miu lichad chilas osu la'asoyisam. 
He says, Lechadchila, it's also to do like this. Lechadchila is also to steal it, to, 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 to weave it into, from the wool into the strings. Now, it should be also with the Evet as well. What's Lechadchila? If, if, if we're saying it's a mitzvah, so it should be also even with the Evet. Okay, let's go further. Simimem test, the Pasak over there, so the Ramah told us, take a look as to whether or not you can make a bracha on this. Take a look in Simon Tafresh Memtes. What does it say in Simon Tafresh Memtes? It says over there that that uh, he says Sham Pasak the Ein Yochel Avarichalov that you cannot make a bracha on such an item like this. Okay, New Simon, New Sif rather, Chutin Shulin Halavahi, Deloi Hadri Beinayu. In order to understand Siv Zayin, we have to remind ourselves that there is an obligation similar to that of the Esrug, that you have to own you have to own your Esrug on the first day of Sokis, so too that Sitzes have to be yours, Mishelahem. So here the Mechaber tells us, Chutin, the strings, Shaulin that are borrowed. It's a term of borrowed. Halvahi. They really are actually called a halva. What's the difference between Shaulin, borrowed, and halva? So we're going to see that you have to own it. And if you own it, you can do the mitzvah with it. If you don't own it, you can't do the mitzvah with it. Because they're not returned as is. The strings are not returned as is, but rather they're considered to be yours. They're considered to be the proper property of the borrower, and since they're the property of the borrower, you can fulfill your mitzvah with it. Says the Mishnah Sif Katan Lamit Gimel. Chutin Shaul. Now we're going to discuss the terms. Because it's very important to know what do these words mean. So he says here in Sif Kotlam and Gimel, Perush, Kol Loshon She'elo, Mashma Shiyachsiloi Oisei Dover Be'en. When you say you're going to borrow something from someone, in, in the halacha term of She'elo, that word means I'm going to borrow this, this item from you, I'm going to borrow your lawnmower, and return the lawnmower to you. That's She'elo. Avaloshon Halva. But halva, the term halva is to spend. In other words, when you ask somebody, can I borrow $5? So when you pay back the $5, it's not going to be the same serial number of bill of a $5 bill. That's l'hoitzodnitno. That's, you give $5 to be spent. It's gone. You can give back a replacement of the same value. Now, why is that important to know? V'iluchutin shu'ulin because when we say chutin shu'ulin, even though normally you want to get back the same exact thing, here we're saying when you borrow someone's strings, so we're saying it's considered to be yours and you can fulfill a mitzvah with it. And it's like it's yours. Loy al daito shi'ach zim loy be'en loy varuch alayom. 
If you borrow them, the person lent it to you with the intention that he wants those exact strings back. So what's he saying? He's saying that they're not yours. They're mine. I just lent it to you for, for, for whatever it was, for the day. So he says, Don't make a bracha on that. Because some might say, maybe he lent you to do something else with it. But if a person lent you tzitzis that are shazer, twisted together and used, designated for the mitzvah tzitzis, you can make a bracha on that. The vaday because in that case, we say, he's giving you a gift. You use it when you want. It's considered to be yours. And when you finish it, you give it back. Therefore, you can make a bracha on it. And therefore, you can make a bracha on it. Let's see a little further in Sif Ches. Mechaber says, Ha-mishtachaveh person who bows down do we finish over here mutter oh, let's finish the last line sorry mutter we said says the bows down to an animal it worships an animal we call this avodah zora he bows down to an animal Sounds crazy. The wool of that animal, tzamro, is posel tzitzis. It's posel tzitzis. Tzamro is posel tzitzis. Says the Mishra Sifkat Namid Hay, number 35. After Davra Hanevod, Eni Osir, Elolikarban, Avalahedjit Shari, even though something which was worshipped, after Davar Hanevad is Enei Osir Ela Ali Karban, it's only also for a Karban. But for a regular person who's not giving for a basic Mikdash, a Hedyat, Shari is permissible. Mikomakaim, also Le Mitzvah Sitzis, nonetheless, it's also Le Mitzvah Sitzis. When it comes to Mitzvah Sitzis, we're saying, even though normally it should be Mutter, but you're doing a mitzvah out of this. So it's it's likened to that of a carbon, that same status. It's disgusted by Hashem. It didn't change so much. So a person bows down to the sheep. And then then the, then you're going to use that wool from that sheep. He bows down, he's worshipping the sheep, worshipping a, a God by bowing down to the sheep. He's going to use that wool to make tzitzis, to remind of all the mitzvahs. This doesn't make any sense. Because it still has the appearance, people see it's wool. So 
So regards to the wall, there's still that, that much of a resemblance that it connects connected to the original bowing down to it. But regards to if a person bows down to flax, it bows down to the flax, the, the planted flax, which originally is like wool, in regards to the, what, the way it looks, not once it's uh, made into threads, it's totally gone. It doesn't have any appearance of its original source. So the person, unless he bowed down to the flax, he would definitely be permitted, says the Mishra over here, to turn that and make them into a tzitzis. Mr. Shem will continue with Sivches tomorrow.